Hey girl, do you have no willpower to stop eating when something just tastes so good you feel like you can't stop? You hate to waste food, so you always clean your plate no matter what, and you don't want to waste money, so you finish off what you've ordered at the restaurant? Well, today I want to share with you in this episode a few reasons why maybe you might be overeating and offer you three different tools that may help you change some of your behavior and overcome the overeating. So stick with me. Let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. Really used to overeat all the time. I just love food so much that I never wanted to miss the opportunity to eat something, especially if it was out at a restaurant, uh, eat it when it was fresh and hot. I would just try to eat as much as I could. Um, it was very rarely that I take home half of what I was eating or even a portion of what I was eating at the restaurant. I would just leave feeling so sick or even at home cooking, you know, something that I really enjoyed. I would eat multiple portions of it and always really felt not that great after finishing it even though it tasted so good going down. And I did this for years and I grew up, you know, being taught to always clean your plate, to not waste food. And certainly if you were at a restaurant, you definitely aren't going to waste food. You're, you're going to either eat it all or certainly take it home. And that was ingrained from early on, but you know, it really began to get to a point where I understood that, you know what, it's okay to, to take food home, to have leftovers and it, it'll taste just fine. I just don't want to feel sick. I'm just tired of feeling like this fullness in my belly. Like I just began to really feel disgusting and, and really despised the way that I felt after I overstuffed myself and very hard to enjoy good food. When you always leave the table feeling so full that you're just like, ugh. And you just feel like all you need to do or all you want to do is lay down and not move. And I just really started to not like that feeling. And, you know, I would overeat and be feel sick, be bloated, feel like, oh my gosh, because I overate, I probably gained five pounds. And then, you know, there's this, this whole cycle all over again. And the reality is there's a lot to think about if this pattern of behavior happens over and over again for you. Uh, it did for me. And some of the reasons may be old food narratives, old food narratives like that idea that you were told to always clean your plate. You know, your your parents or, or you know, in your household, you never wasted any food. So whatever was on your plate, you had to clean up. And so that was part of the routine and the way that you you lived growing up. And that just became part of the habit and the food narrative that you that you lived and that you maybe still do. The other thing is not wasting food. You know, they're starving kids in Africa. 
This is a line that I heard all the time, and you're going to leave this on your plate and they're starving kids, you know, all across the, the world and, um, you know, made to feel guilty because you, you're not eating your food. And, you know, I really didn't, there are some things that I really do not like leftovers, right? There's just certain foods where you're like, and maybe you're not even a leftover person. Some people aren't. Uh, and then some people just thrive on leftovers. I don't mind leftovers. There's some things I don't like to eat, but the idea of wasting money, like if you're not going to eat it, don't get it. And this was ingrained early on as well. Like if you're not going to eat that, you better not get it. And that was kind of like this fear, like, you know, you better eat every single thing that we're paying for. If we're, if we're eating out, you're going to eat all of it, no matter what. So again, having this idea that these old food narratives kind of create our patterns as we age, we take that into adulthood and continue those patterns unless we make a consistent and intentional effort to change those. You know, addressing these is super important. This, this is this is what can help allow you to move in the freedom and begin to address these things um, and really begin to understand why it is that you do what you do. So I'm going to share three tools with you. So grab a piece of paper and a pen if you've got it uh, and you have opportunity to. The three, the three tools are first and foremost, that quality food sometimes means less cravings for the the sweets, the carbs, and the things that are simple sugars. For example, when I say quality food, I mean nutrient-dense nutrient food, like great vegetables that you love, good quality protein that's very satisfying, it's seasoned well, and a good grain, whether that's sweet potato, regular potato, roasted potatoes, maybe it's um, maybe you like brown rice, maybe you like quinoa, you know, something that you enjoy that is nutrient dense. You know, the quality food can really impact the overeating because you are able to sit and enjoy that a little bit more. It's a healthier option. You know, sometimes when we're going for these, you know, high sugar, high carbohydrate options, or even sometimes like you think about ma macaroni and cheese, you know, this is a very, very dense, rich food. You know, when we overeat that, we, we certainly do feel sick, but is that a quality food? I mean, yes, it's good. It tastes good, but is it something that our bodies need in terms of, you know, whole grain. Well, macaroni and cheese isn't whole grain. Um, so unless you're getting whole grain pasta to make it with, which it doesn't ever taste the same, right. Um, as the good stuff with, you know, butter and cheese and everything else. So if you really focus on concentrate on quality food, getting plenty of water in this area as well, eliminating any sugary drinks can also help choosing what your, indulgences are. For example, do I really want this thing? Like, let's say there's some cookies laying on a, on a tray at work. Is this really a dessert that you really want? Is this a treat that you really crave? Or is there something better? Is there a better option that you can splurge on that you're really going to enjoy and savor? Or is this just like a quick fix? So stopping to think about the quality of what it is that you're eating. Think about how your body is going to take it in and really, you know, is it something that you're going to enjoy? You're just going to kind of feel sick afterwards. 
Secondly, eating enough calories for your needs is really crucial to help stop the overeating. And I say that because it's not about overeating. I've talked about before that meals are never eaten in isolation. So what you eat for breakfast impacts lunch. What you eat for lunch impacts dinner. And if you've had not enough calories all day long, what's going to happen when you hit that nighttime hour, you've starved yourself all day and you can either white knuckle it and go to bed hungry, which lots of people do. And then you start over the next day. At some point, it's going to catch up with you. Your body's too smart. So eat enough calories for what your needs are. If you're exercising, if you're doing strength training, you've got to have plenty of food to support what it is you're doing, plenty of quality food to do that. Restricting is always going to lead to the indulgence. Restricting is always going to lead to the overeating because our bodies want it because we have restricted for whatever period of time. So if you're hungry all the time, you need to use it as information to ask why. Why am I hungry? You think about, okay, what did I eat at my last meal? And you're like, okay, well, I had a pretty decent meal. Did you eat enough at that meal? That should be your trigger to say, well, you know, maybe it really wasn't that much. I didn't have that much protein and I only had a handful of vegetables or the salad was small or I really didn't have any carbohydrates with that. So it kind of feels me leaving, leave me feeling empty. So it allows you to investigate the why behind your hunger or your hunger pains and you backtrack to say, okay, what did I eat previously that, you know, may have impacted why I am already hungry. You know, your, your meals should, should last three to four hours. You should feel sustained three to four hours. And if you're not, you need to evaluate what it is that you're eating in those meals to make sure that whatever it is, 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 is nutrient dense is satisfying and it's going to sustain you and keep you full. You always overeat something good when you have restricted. So think about your restriction and how much you're doing that. If you want a piece of chocolate, you know, instead of white knuckling that and and completely avoiding that, just have a, a small bite. And if you feel like, oh gosh, I feel like I need one more bite, then have one more bite. But think about, you know, when you restrict, 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 at some point you're going to go in there and eat the whole chocolate bar or eat the whole package, whatever it is. So really try to manage the overeating by making sure you're eating enough calories. And that's good nutrient dense food that's going to meet your needs and your requirements for the activity levels that you have throughout the day. The last tool is eating to 80% fullness. Okay, what is this? You say, I don't know. I don't understand. What does that mean, 80% fullness? Well, fullness means you feel full. You feel stuff. Like you don't want any more food. This is the feeling that I don't like to walk away from the table with. I don't like to feel full because I think it feels uncomfortable to me. Maybe you go beyond the full mark. Maybe you you leave the table that you feel like, oh, I just, I kind of went over the edge. Sometimes we do this. I went over the edge a little bit and I really don't feel good at all because I definitely ate too much. So back that up to 80% fullness, meaning you can still eat more, like you want to eat more, but you feel satisfied. This is a practice. It takes time. It takes re- repetition. And pushing back from the table, taking your plate, 
boxing it up or saving whatever you have left for the next day or for lunch the next day, whatever leftovers. If you're at a restaurant, you know, backing that up, putting it in a box, you know, sometimes that disappointment is there because you're like, this is so good, but I feel, I feel good right now. I feel like I'm satisfied. I've had enough. That would be 80% fullness. And being able to surf, what we call surf that disappointment, surfing that disappointment just for a few minutes, typically like, oh gosh, I don't really want this to end because this is so good. Put it in a box and within 10 minutes, you pretty much have passed that, that idea or that desire to finish that plate. And you're walking away from the table, not as full you feel a little bit better. And realistically, right, we're not overeating. We're not getting ourselves to a place. Now, let's say maybe an hour later, an hour and a half later, even two hours later, if you truly feel hunger pains, go back and have some more of the dinner that you just left, that you just boxed up, you know, have a couple more bites of it. Maybe you didn't eat enough. Again, this is trial and error and you got to figure out what works for you. But The other piece of this 80% fullness is really at every meal, like working to navigate the middle of the restriction and and indulgence. So that it's called the DIS scale uh, and it's deprivation indulgence scale. And on one end, you've got the deprivation or restriction, however you want to call it. The other end is indulgence or overeating, whatever you want to say. And somewhere in the middle is where we should be living at every single meal. So we are satisfying our, our, our fullness. We're, we're, we're getting to that place where we feel satisfied with what we're eating. We're eating just enough to make us feel satisfied, but not stuffed, not complete fullness. And we don't feel like we're missing out on anything. You know, we're, we are eating foods that I taste good, that satisfy our palate, and we are enjoying that. And so when we think about this tool, it is truly important to not get frustrated and you're, you're going to have probably meals, especially when you first start learning, you're going to have meals where you eat too much because you're like, this is just so good. But it's really getting in that practice of just kind of backing away and saying, no, I'm satisfied right now. Let me just box this up. If I'm hungry in two hours, well, I can eat if I want to eat. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you can make that decision. You're an adult and go back and have a couple more bites if that's what you need in a couple hours. You know, it just comes to that place of how do you want to feel when you're thinking about overeating? Like, what is your body, what is your body feeling when that happens to you? And I know for me, I I just don't like that feeling. And sometimes, you know, overeating, you're just like, ugh, why did I do that? The next meal, let's get right back on. Let's focus on 80% fullness, navigating the middle, making sure we're getting enough calories at every single meal and making sure that it's good nutrient-dense food. I know that this is a lot, and it is a lot to practice, so just take one piece of this and begin to implement it, and begin to pay attention to your overeating. Begin to pay attention to how you are approaching food, approaching your your meals, and if you even just think of the 80% fullness piece and begin practicing that, you're going to find yourself less and less overeating. You're going to find yourself less and less getting to that place of, ugh, I just don't feel good because I ate way too much. So again, 
also impacting that is making sure you get enough calories throughout the day. So I hope this helps. I hope that you will start implementing something. And if you do, I'd love for to hear from you. You can email me at TaraJ, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. Or you can come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free, and share where you are on your journey and would love to hear from you and how you've implemented some of these things. So take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.